All right, we're back. The Jan and Jamie live show spectacular. The December holiday edition is upon us. Jamie, I don't know how you maintain this base tan all year round, but you're looking good today. Yeah, thanks, pal. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking uh, some unique products, how to tap the equity of your home. Uh, one is a Helon and the other is a HELOC. A lot of people are familiar with the HELOC. Not so much the he loan. So, Jamie, uh, tell us the difference on those and, you know, what's the best way to use them? Well, sure. I mean, especially around the holidays right now, a lot of people um, ringing up that credit card debt. Um, so it's very common, usually the turn uh, of the new year where people will reach out to me and just, you know, look to do a debt consolidation. Yeah, uh, locks are very popular right now. Um, a lot of people are looking into doing them. Why? More so because, you know, interest rates were down for a very long time. So most people did, you know, some type of restructure of their financial debt. Um, so their first position is, you know, you probably have a solid rate. And they're like, look, you know, rates are up right now. I really love to pay off this debt, but I don't have, you know, I don't want to touch that 3% rate I have or that 3.5% rate. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people are doing is exploring into the home equity line of credit and or the HELOC. Um, difference between the two, home equity line of credit, just as it sounds, it's a line of credit. Um, it's a second mortgage. So it wouldn't touch your first position. If you have three and a half percent on your first mortgage, this is actually a second mortgage loan. Same with the HELOC. Um, but the home equity line of credit, again, uh, all lenders are different, but from what I found, it goes up to around 80%. Um, some go as high as 90% of your loan to value uh, that they'll lend you. They don't usually do a full inspection. It's based on a windshield appraisal. Um, so they have some algorithms that they're going to run and just come to a suggested value of your home. Um, you know, And if you have the equity there, certainly it's just another option to keep your low interest rate, uh, maybe pay down that debt, do that debt consolidation that you're looking to. Uh, pay off those high interest credit cards at 17, 18 um, percent yeah. and all the same. Listen, aside from a debt consolidation, uh, it's an excellent program for somebody why market values are up right now to pull out to, you know, maybe make an investment, maybe purchase that you know investment property, second home um, and or start a business that they've always been looking into. Right. Um, again, you know, I'm sure you could kind of re reflect on that with, you know, we're still seeing. Uh, an increase of people's home values, you know, although it's cooled off, but, you know, it's still very much relative that what your house was worth last year, it's worth significantly more this year. Yeah, I think, what, you know, what, what you're saying is put that money to work, you know, the equity is not going to do anything for you sitting in your house. So you can take that and invest it, you know, in other things that can, you know, beat your interest rate, you know, let's say the interest rate is 6%. But if you can invest in something that earns 10% or 12%, you know, per year, you're obviously uh, winning at that point, you know. You're, Precisely. Uh, Couldn't agree with you more. Um, and, you know, I do have a lot of my investors, that's that's the route uh, in the course of action they take um, when taking advantage of the home equity line of credit. Um, even ton of my contractors, you know, fix and flippers, you know, all you self-employed guys out there that are real estate investors, um, you know the benefits of this. You know, yeah. um, uh, as far as the he loan, though, let's uh, let's touch base on that. The he loan, uh, it's second mortgage, but it's a fixed rate mortgage. So it's just like a first lien position. An average, uh, most people have a 30 year fixed. 
It's a 30-year fixed option, uh, but it's in second lien position. Um, so you know, with that, you know, interest rates do vary from the home equity line of credit to the he loan. It's just a matter of how much money you're really taking out. Very credit driven. So, you know, if you want to reach out to us uh, at any point in time, I'd be happy to take a look at your current situation. Um, by all means, you know, feel free yeah. to email me or contact me. Um, uh, and if you, and- uh, you know, I talked to my accountant and I'm sure everyone's situation is a little different, but if you spend the money on home improvements, the interest is tax deductible. That is correct. You know, so that's a great deduction. You know, if you're trying to save some money on taxes, uh, you know, why would you do Why would you spend cash out of your bank to redo your kitchen, take out a home equity? And you're adding value to the home. Look, I mean. Yeah. And then it's a write-off. You're getting more equity. You know, so um, once you pay this line off, you know, down the road, you know, I have people that have multiple home equity lines of credit throughout the course of time. Um, you know, so if you did do that modification down the road, your house is worth that much more, whether you're going to sell it, um, rates pull down and, you know, instead of getting into that variable, which is home equity line of credit. So the he loan is more of a fixed position. I just want to circle back to the home equity line of credit. It's more adjustable. So it's based on market trends, you know, prime rate, wherever that's trending at the time, uh, you would lock in at an initial rate. And then as the market fluctuates, uh, as this, so does your your home equity line of credit, unfortunately. So, you know, that could swing in, in your favor or against your favor. Currently, right now, it, it's swinging against you um, in some, most cases. But again, what goes up comes down. And a lot of people, like you said, what's most important, instead of focusing on that, focusing on what you're using the money for. You know, right. if it adds value and it's offsetting your debts uh, that you're paying X amount of dollars for, and or if you're going to make that investment and that money is really, you know, going to be put to work and not only cover that mortgage, but bring profit margins, then it makes sense to go that route. For sure. Um, and, uh, you know, a home equity line of credit, just so I understand that, I've heard people can, you could take it out and there's no payments until you start drawing the money. Is that right? That's correct. So on the home equity line of credit, it's a line of credit, just like a credit card. You know, if somebody gotcha. gave you a credit card, you don't pay interest to that bank until you start swiping that card. Um, gotcha. Same thing with the home equity line of credit. You know, you get a checkbook, whatever the case is, um, you, you pay on based on what you spent. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's great. Great way to tap the equity of your home, put it to use, you know, just not do anything sitting there. Um there's right. other ways to make money with it through real estate investing or improving your home. Um, sure. You know, definitely talk to us about that if that's a consideration, or if even if you just want to know how much home equity you have, you know, we can figure that out. We have a, a lot of programs for that. Um, and then, as far as some unique products going on right now, as on the purchase side for buyers and sellers looking to purchase, tell me about the ARM products you're seeing now. They seem to be getting really aggressive. Yeah, yeah, very popular. I mean, everybody uh, is looking at the fact that, you know, hey, uh, I'm purchasing a new home. The 30-year fixed rates are up right now. I'm going to look at an ARM product, which comes Mm -hmm. with a lower interest rate, um, with the premeditated thought that by the time that term is up, whether it be a 5-1 ARM, 7-1 ARM, or a 10-1 ARM, they're going to look to refinance and restructure that debt. You know, uh, when the market comes back. So the rate's fixed for five years or seven or 10, right? 
Yeah, so if it's a 7-1 arm or a 10-1 arm, um, let's say it's a 7-1 arm. We use that as an example. It's fixed for the first seven years. And then on that eighth year, that is when it becomes adjustable. So in theory, what you're looking to do there is lock yourself in at a more aggressive lower interest rate than the 30-year fixed. And then before that seven-year term is up, you look to restructure that debt by way of refinance to kind gotcha. of lock yourself into that 30-year fixed option. Yeah. So if you're yeah. hedging on uh, interest rates eventually coming down back to you know four or five percent in the next seven years, which is pretty likely, right? Is that that's well? Kind of I mean, listen. If you're not familiar, like just because you're locked in for the seven years, um, you could always restructure that in less than seven years. So you know, let's say in eighteen months from now, you. You purchase a home now, you do a 7-1, you buy that house, you know, as in an arm product, you take the lower interest rate in 18 months from now, interest rates drop. Yeah. You can restructure that debt into a 30-year fixed position if the market calls for it and it makes sense to do so. I guess the only caveat is, is that from a qualification standpoint, you need to have the income to qualify for the debt to income ratio of the higher rate it would adjust up to, right? Not necessarily, no. Okay. The, the bank is going to lend you based on the current mortgage payment as per the rate that you would lock in at that time. So, oh. no, they, it, you know, they follow a DTI structure, you know, standard to if you were to do a 30-year fixed loan. So oh. it's not that much different in that sense, which is, you know, why a lot more people are more inclined to explore the ARM options right now, um, you know, because they want to take advantage of that lower rate. And you know, again, you know, this is, you know, if you guys want to take a look, if you're interested in buying a home right now, um, contact either one of us. You know, that's why we're here. I can kind of, you know, take a look at your situation, tell you what that monthly payment would look like. Uh, and then we usually do a comparison side by side. You know, here's what a 30 year fix looks like. Here's what a 7-1, arm looks like um, yeah. for comparison purpose uh, and just try to get that payment as low as possible. Um, and one thing I wanted to, to segue into, which I know me and you have discussed, um, you know, being on the real estate side, uh, is the buy down option. Yeah. You know, Tell us people, about that. Yeah. A lot of people that are purchasing a home right now um, are unaware that the banks are all opening the lines and opening um, uh, this program. And it's it's known as the 2-1 buy down. Now you have a one uh, a one year buy down or a two year buy down. Um, now, the buy down, here's the caveat with that, is that it can only come from um, a seller's concession uh, and or usually from a realtor's compensation. So a realtor credit, you know, can, you know, he can credit that person um, you know, all the same to receive that buy down. What that means is very simply this, you know, you have a house of interest. Um, if it's negotiable and you could find your way to get that seller's concession, and current market rates are trending at 6% in your specific uh, situation, the first year, your mortgage interest rate would actually be 4%, mm. um, which is 2% lower. So in most cases, that's probably on a decent-sized loan amount, you know, saving you the better half of over $500 a month um, wow. from a conservative standpoint. Year two, it goes up, and now you're, you, would, uh, you would have an interest rate of 5%. You know, so you lock in at six, but because you have that two one buy down paid for by somebody else, um, if it's feasible and it can be negotiated, um, you get two percent lower the first year, one percent lower the year after, and then it goes back to the regular rate of six percent. Now, 
let's talk about what we just what we were just discussing with the home equity the arm products why do people yeah. do arm products because they're going to wait for the rates to come down to refi so if you took advantage of that two one buy down and you're able to do that it, it, you know it's got huge upside potential to save you that extra money because right when that two one buy down is is up and ex expiring hopefully the interest rates are dropping for you and you can catch that refi turn um you know yeah not or worst case you're back to six which is what it was going to be anyway that absolutely absolutely and uh, you know what i found another uh you know some realtors are doing uh if the property will value out and let's just say you know hey there's a bunch of different interested parties on this particular home um you know i don't see them giving me a credit to get me this buy down you know in hindsight let's say the buy down costs six or seven thousand dollars um, yeah. You know, after you get an agreement on like, hey, you know, we're under contract. They accepted my offer at five hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, well, you know, at that point, then you can discuss where the seller wants to net out that five hundred K. You can put it in as five hundred and seven and yeah. just have the seller agree to give you the seven thousand dollar credit. Now, as long as that property will appraise for the five hundred seven thousand, everybody walks away a winner. You get your right. two one five down. They net out what they are looking to, to, to get, um, and thus you're going to save all that money uh, uh, every month and every year. Yeah, the reason this works now a lot of times because because homes still have good appraisals right now, you know. So even yeah. if you catch a home that's been on the market for two weeks, let's say it would appraise for five hundred, um, but you know around the holidays it's cold, it's winter, not too many buyers out. But hey, listen, I'll give you. Net four ninety five, but I'm going to actually offer you five hundred. Get one percent back, right? Sure, for the, sure. For the concession, uh, it's still going to appraise at five hundred, um, and you walk away with the four percent interest rate. You know, the first year, and like you said, watch the rates. If they come down yeah. to five percent uh, in the first six months, um, definitely makes sense to refinance. Yeah, it makes sense to refinance. And, you know, I'm finding a ton of people because even though you're shopping for the arm product, the arm product is not night and day difference from where the 30 year fixed is. So even if you can yeah. get in like the high fours, let's just say on an adjustable rate mortgage and the 30 year fix is trending at like, you know, five and a half to 6%, um, that two one buy down, you're talking with a four in front of that number. You know, so obviously it's, it's going to put you into the very lowest bucket that's avail available to you. Um, you know, so the banks are offering that just about across the board, but every lender out there is offering that two, one buy down, or let's just say the, the, the two, one buy down is costing seven, $8,000. And you say, well, there's really not that much breathing room in there. You have the option to do the one year buy down and it's usually for about a, a fraction of the price. You know, so it might cost twenty five hundred or three grand to do that one year buy down, and you're still going to save that one year of uh, of a point uh, less in interest. So uh, uh, let's play this out in the real world. Let's say you're doing the two one buy down. Uh, you're going for five hundred, right? You get a five back, but it only appraises for four ninety seven. Can you switch gears and just go to a a, a one year buy down and or as long as the seller is applying a credit to cover um, that calculated amount. So all the lenders have a calculator. Um, if you were to come speak to me, myself, and I was yeah. pricing this deal out for you and you said, you know, hey, what about that 2-1 buy down you mentioned? Um, I'm looking to purchase this home at 400 and something thousand dollars. 
I'm going to run to their, the lender's calculator and it'll tell me to the exact penny what that concession has to cover. So if it's, you know, $4,210 in some odd cents and you got a $4,500 credit, it's going to cover that. So even if, you know, that appraisal comes in short or something, you have to just, you know, you don't get the, the full amount you were looking for. However, you have to restructure that deal. You can still take advantage of that buy down. Um, as long as it comes in the form of that credit, which is typically disclosed up front and or by, you know, ways of a contract addendum uh, where where that, you know, concession um, or um, uh, consideration from the realtor, like I said, a a credit from someone like yourself can come down the road. Cool. Um, Yeah, I've I've seen a a few clients recently get under contract with uh, adjustable rate mortgages and these buy downs. So they're they're definitely working. and it makes your payment a lot more affordable and, you know, you're, you're gambling on, you know, interest rates, uh, normalizing back to four or 5%. I think it's a good bet. Um, you know, we saw with interest rates at seven, seven and a half percent, there's literally, there was no activity, you know, so the market no. saying Came to a halt. Sure. The, the, there's just no, there's no transactions at 7%. Um, no, so. nobody wants to buy a house at seven percent. It's priced out of the market. And again, we're not we're adapting to a, a new era. Um, you know, it was great. We had very, very historical low rates for for some uh, for a decent amount of time. And you know, now it's you know there's still historically low rates. People are right. just have to adjust to the fact that you know anywhere between <laughs> five and six percent, it's still a great rate, an interest rate. Right. Um, you know, and speculating on the market update of kind of where where we see rates headed, um, a lot of investors, a lot of uh, analysts, they're speculating that we should see a pullback in rates once inflation gets under control, probably second or third quarter. Um, but when they all say when they say that, I mean, again, nobody has a crystal ball, but they are saying you know somewhere in the five percent range. Um, and again, if you purchase a home now at six percent. That just raised, uh, put another rate hike in, into play. Um, I'm going to tell you, probably within the next few months, we're going to see the bond market continuously tick up. That uh, those interest rates are going to follow. You know, so if you can get in that bond, uh, that two one buy down, that one year buy down, uh, an arm product. You know, obviously, just a great way to combat in uh, rising interest rates right now. You know, and still pick up that house that you're looking to purchase. I would, I would recommend going that route because it makes all the difference. Rather than you telling, talking to your wife, saying, "You know what? Let's just put it off and let's just wait." You yeah. know, we're we're not going to do anything right now. Uh, we're going to see what happens with this market. Um, markets change and shift. You know, yeah. uh, if, if the price is right, you know, keep your keep your keep yourself motivated. Um, if the right deal comes along, obviously you want to be able to jump on it. Yeah. Um, and it's you know never too early to to get get your application in and uh, get get all your paperwork ready because I can't tell you how many deals my buyers have lost because they thought they could wait until the day of to do their pre approval. You know, oh, man. it's insane. I can relate all too well. I mean, how many ducks in a row? And you don't want to waste your time either. I mean, you're you're wasting your valuable time away from your family. You know, to take clients out to show them houses. You know, it's a two-way street. You know, where where they have to do their due diligence, contact somebody like myself. You know, just to have your ducks in a row, your pre-approval. 
Um, and how, so how important, Jamie, how important is speed? I mean, speed is the name of the game in real estate. That's it. Efficiency Especially is big. If you, if you can see a house and make an offer the same day and offer a quick closing, I mean, that's that's going to really put the seller's feet to the fire to make take action on your offer. You know, if you, if you go see it and we're like, I will get back to you. Right. That house is gone, right? Yeah. Like, well, you know, by the time you got your pre-approval letter and we were able to submit an official offer to, with, with that being supported, yeah, there's four other offers on the table and, and you've lost that offer. You know, that, I'm going to tell a quick story. Sure. Uh, buyer, uh, let's just call him uh, John Smith. They saw a house. They loved it, right? But they they weren't ready to make the offer, um, and they didn't do their pre approval yet. You know, sometimes that happens. So mm-hmm. they waited a couple days. Next thing you know, there's an open house on a Saturday. A few other people see it. Now they're in a multiple offer situation. You know, the house that they could have got, which I found out later, they the listing agent told me, and she said, "Hey, listen, if you guys had made that offer at asking price, they probably would have took it." But lo and behold, right. they waited five days. Uh, now there's three other offers, and now the home's selling for you know twenty thousand over asking, and they lost. <laughs> you know, That's it. no, they didn't even get the house. They didn't even have fair shot to compete. So yeah. again, um, you know, you want to be able to to fire that bullet on spot. Like, hey, we absolutely love this house. We just did a full walkthrough. Uh, let's submit an offer. Okay, great. The, the seller's just going to, for me to submit that contract or that offer, they're going to need a pre-approval. Um, yeah, timing you know, is everything, you know. And you, why why not be fast? It doesn't cost you anything. At, sure. at a minimum, be fast and and have the best looking presentation of an offer you can, you know. Because a lot of the, listen, and you could relate to this. How, how many times are the sellers requiring a quick close? Yeah. You know, how fast can you close this loan? I get right. that question asked me, you know, <laughs> very often. And I can tell you, uh, I could do it in less than 21 days if all your ducks are in a row. You know, if we're ahead of the game, you know, if I have all your documentation that has been requested and it's yeah. nice and, and in order and, you know, you send it over to me and we're all set, you know, you win the, the bid. Like I said, I, I've closed purchases in, in 18 days, three weeks. Um, you know, it's all a matter of, you know, how efficient you are. I give the same back that, that the client gives to me, you know, I can yeah. only work so fast, but at one point you have to be just involved in this transaction right. as I do. You know, if you get your stuff to me in a timely manner, I'll go to bat for you and I'll make sure it gets done. At a minimum, you need to have all your W2s, pay stubs and, you know, yeah, and uh, bank statements, burn. get it That's all in a it. folder on your computer, you know? Yeah. And yeah, have that. if you're thinking about purchasing a house, I will say that, um, you know, two forms of ID, uh, you know, your pay stubs, obviously we could, be, those have to be within 30 days of when yeah. you submit the loan for approval, you know, so we could always update them, but, you know, put your, get your W-2s, you know, you need two year history on W-2s. If you know, you just started a new job a year ago, I don't know where that 2020 W-2 is, you know. Take some time to contact that employer, get that on file, save it to your computer, get all that paperwork in order. So if and when the right deal does come along and you call your client, Jan, and you say, hey, you know what? This this house to just hit the market, 
or even maybe an off-market checks all the boxes you guys are looking for, but, but you know, they're going to have an open house schedule for this Saturday. I'd like to take a, you know, stay ahead of it. Situations like that is when you want to have all your ducks in a row and all your paperwork in order. And a lot of times the first offer <laughs> gets it, you know, yeah, that shows, you know, that that person's motivated. They have all their stuff. Sure. Ready to go. They, they have a plan to move. Yep. You know, the only deals that are getting to closing are the ones that are, have motivated buyers and sellers, you know, at the end of the day, right. it's all monopoly money till we get to closing. That's um, it. Yeah. And every, every buyer I worked with this year had a plan. They had their stuff ready to go and they were motivated. Everybody else, yeah. you know, they didn't make it to closing right. for one reason. Like John, like John Smith. John Smith, unfortunately, <laughs> didn't, didn't get the didn't get the house that he was looking for. John Smith. God don't be man. don't be a John Smith. That's no, right. Don't be a John Smith. All right. Jamie's good catching up with you. We'll Always be back next Merry month. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. You too. Um, don't drink too much eggnog. And uh, we'll get back into the uh, real estate investing stuff uh, in January. Absolutely. All right, everybody, have a safe and happy holiday. All right. Thank you, you, too. Take care.